What is going on, everyone? Hello and welcome back. We are in it for the long haul tonight. I'm very excited. Good to have you all here. We're in it for what is episode three of Community Time Gaming. It's great to have you guys here tonight. Thank you for everyone who's joining me in chat and for everyone who's joining me via podcast later. I love you and it's great to see you once again. Guys, I'm, I'm excited today. It's going to be a fun one. We're going to do the Community Time podcast recording and then we're going to play some of that new Battlefield V or Battlefield 5 action a little bit later. I've got it all downloaded and ready to go. So, hello. Welcome. There's some really cool stuff that's happening today. Thank you, Mr. Meatloaf. I appreciate that. Good to see you and good to see everyone who's here. Uh, I just want to jump right into it. First of all, don't forget, this is going to be my one and only recording this week. I'm not doing any more podcasts. I'm not doing any more streams after tonight. Uh, early tomorrow morning, I and my wife are leaving for California. We're driving the 12 and a half to 14 hours, depending on stops and traffic and such, uh, from here in Boise down to Southern California. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try and be a little less specific for my wife's family's privacy reasons. But we're driving down south. It usually goes okay. I make this drive one to two times per year, so we've done it half a dozen dozen times and within this you know six years of our relationship so i'm pretty comfortable with it i just don't like doing it we have the hunger games uh book on tape sorry i was at a loss for words what is it a book on tape we have a book on tape that we're going to listen to while we're driving down and that usually helps a ton because it gives me the ability to just sit back and listen to something and have someone else kind of take my mind off of everything that's running through it so that should be okay Stryker says the LA can be crazy, so be careful. It's actually more crazy right now than it usually is. I'm sure you guys have heard of the wildfires that are going on in Southern California. I hear that there is weather coming in that is going to help with that. Maybe some rain, maybe some cool air that's going to help kind of suppress the fires and hopefully improve the air quality because the smoke is a real issue right now, especially for people who suffer from asthma, uh, as my wife does. So it'll be, uh, we're going to cross our fingers and hope that it works out. Anyway, enough about me. We're going to start jumping into what is the gaming news. And keep in mind, we haven't done one of these episodes since Thursday of last week. It is currently Tuesday. We haven't done it since Thursday. So some of these announcements are a couple days old, and I apologize in advance if some of them seem like old news. Uh, if you listen to my other podcast, the Hardcore Casuals Lounge podcast, which is available on all the other podcast services, and I recommend you take a look at it because it's a, uh, a very laid back, very fun, interesting conversation between myself and other members of the Hardcore Casual stream team. It's a little bit more of a long form podcast, much, much deeper discussion over some of these bigger topics. And I'm not going to go into nearly the depth that we go to in that podcast. But I just wanted to touch on it because I feel like it is my civic duty to talk about some of these things, even though they may be a little bit old. Some of them are a little bit more current, uh, as current as today. So good blend. Hopefully you guys enjoy. But for those that did not hear, rumor states that Microsoft is working on a diskless Xbox with a physical to digital program. So what does that mean? It means that they are building an Xbox One. So it's not a, it's not a novel Xbox. It's not some new, fancy, high-tech piece of machinery. This is an Xbox that doesn't have a disk drive. It's not any stronger, at least we don't think, than an Xbox One X. We don't even know if it's going to be any stronger than an Xbox One S. I assume, or it is it is assumed so far that this Xbox is going to be uh, consumer cost-friendly, so I would expect that it's going to be an Xbox One S similar product, just not having a disk drive. And so because of that, they're able to bring the cost down even more. Uh, according to an article by gamesindustry.biz, which may actually reference another article as well, they're looking to hit a price point of around 200 bucks for a new Xbox One S. That's pretty cool. Now, I know I, I could fight back at them and say, well, you're already selling Xbox One S's on Black Friday for $200, but this would be the MSRP. So hitting MSRP of 200 means that when it goes on sale, it'll be really, really cheap. And the really cool part about this story that I find very exciting is that they're allowing what's called a physical to digital program. So if you have physical disks, they're saying that you may actually be able to take these disks into a Microsoft store and then they will give you a digital code for the disks that you are turning in. So if I own Destiny, for example, which I do, I actually own the disk like an old person and I decide I want to go digital and I want to get this diskless Xbox. I can actually take my Destiny copy into the store, hand it in, and they will give me a code that I can then download the game onto my diskless Xbox. 
So that's really cool. Uh, I'm a little worried that I'd be losing the resale value, but that's okay. It's, I'm keeping the game forever. That's fine. So anyway, this is kind of cool. I, I think this is actually making it for making e making it easier for people to be introduced to the environment. Microsoft has done a wonderful job of making them the more appealing choice for people trying to get into video games for the first time. So you think about how this would work really well with something like Game Pass. So if you buy a $200 brand new box and you get a year of Game Pass and a year of, of Xbox Live that they're going to bundle with it because they're smart then you have what could be a year of awesome content for 200, 250 bucks, which is much more than you can say for any other box right now. So that's really cool. I'm very excited about this. I wanna hear from the, uh, from the group though. Uh, don't forget this is community time gaming. I probably should have mentioned that in the beginning and I need to start putting it in my notes that I need to introduce the podcast. But this is community time gaming where we take information not only from the news, but from the viewers who are here live. If you want to call in or be a part of the show, I do have my discord available if you are interested in talking in saying your piece in giving a comment or asking a question discord is available hop in there and i would love to have you uh i want to hear from you the community i want you all to be a part of this show and uh hopefully we get some really cool conversation going about what it is we're talking about today because otherwise it's just 30 to 45 minutes of me talking and as delicious as my voice can sound i feel like it is better if we break it up just a little bit. So I'll cross my fingers and look forward to seeing what you guys have to say. So Daft Venom says, I'm all for, for digital. That sounds rather neat. So what is it about all digital? Oh, here he is. He says, I dig it for sure. I'd be interested in the physical to digital comparison if that's something that's readily available. I think it's such a good idea because like, so if, if you're coming at it from the TIE Fighter perspective, that'd be something I'd be kind of hesitant, hesitant to jump into because I have two dozen games that are on that are on disc and I'd never be able to play them again. But now this is keeping me in this environment because uh, I can now get them turned directly into download code. So that's really cool. So that's awesome. Uh, Nightmare Standard says, a paper cut outside of uh, a disc when you buy the box copy of Fallout 76. So he says resale value is not an issue if you're buying Fallout 76. Yeah, I, I understand. Quiet Money, good to see you, my man. Hello. So I uh, I think this is a big move, right? They're, they're pushing everyone towards that all-digital world. Not only does this uh, make it easier for people to be introduced to the Xbox environment by lowering the cost of admission, but it also kind of subtly hints that they're looking to push the used game market out. Xbox already has really good sales during the holidays, so they're really this is this is another facet of them kind of edging out people like GameStop, right? Cuz GameStop specializes in two things. They specialize in buying up your used games and and selling them, right? I shouldn't say two things. They specialize in one thing and that's buying and selling used games. Uh and they're getting rid of that 100%. So Tyrael says, talk via Discord, but how is that going to work? We have voice commands or voice channels down at the very bottom called push-ups and squats. And if you hop into the push-ups channel, I can bring you guys into the squats channel one at a time, and we can talk about it. So you got to have a microphone, and you got to be able to click on the push-ups channel, and you will be good to go. There you go. Thank you, Nightmare. There you go. Okay, so we have our first caller. Uh, in, in Mixer here, his name is Tyrael746. In Discord, he is Tachanka Brazil 2.0. Let's hear what Tachanka has to say. Tyrio, how you doing, my man? What's going on? How's it going? Hey, how you doing, bud? Hey, good. Hey, good. Good, man. So tell me what you think about this uh, this discless Xbox. It's actually a very good idea. You think so? To be honest. Is it something that you would buy? Uh, of course. Yeah? Like... Like, I have some uh, discs like Borderlands 2, The Witcher, Dark Souls. Like, I can trade for the, those codes, and I don't need to be worried. Oh, I need to put a disc on my Xbox to play, a, uh, I don't know, a game I want. But I think you get what I mean by that. Yeah, I get it. Like, so I know that there's that hassle that exists of... I hate having to go over to my shelf and uh, you know grab the disc and put the disc in and wait and make sure it's all up to date. Whereas if it's if it's digital, it updates itself. It's ready to go whenever I'm ready to go. Digital definitely has its its draws. That's for sure. Yeah. Very cool, man. Those draws are you can resell. You can do nothing about that. 
Say that again? So you don't need physical space, but you will need you will need yeah. digital space. So what about like terabytes of memory? I mean, they do make hard drive space cheaper and cheaper now. So I know I was able to swoop up like a four terabyte hard drive for my Xbox, and it was only like a hundred bucks. And that was a, that was a year and a half ago. So it's even cheaper now. Yeah. See. So I mean, eventually games are going to be so big that you're going to have to have a have a, a shelf on your on your bookshelf, and it's going to have to be dedicated to the different hard drives that you have with all your different games on the hard drives. Uh oh. Yeah, isn't that scary? Well, cool, man. Anything else you want to say about the uh, about the Xbox before I swap you out? Uh, no, uh, don't need to. All right, we'll uh, we'll move on to another topic. And if you want to keep hanging out, go ahead and just hang out in push-ups, and we'll pull you back in a little bit. Okay. Okay. You got it, man. All right. This is uh, Bolt Striker on the line right now. Bolt Striker, tell me what you think, man. Okay, I'll admit this. This like disc list Xbox, it's it's a good idea, mm -hmm. but when it comes to like value wise, it's sort of like um um ruins it a little bit. What do you mean ruins it? That's a strong word. Well, I mean like if you want to like pass down like uh, gaming from like your from like kids to like say like your son or daughter it's like it's like have the physical copy but and add like a bit of like uh, um, value so you're saying i think this kind of calls back to the resale value that i mentioned before so you can't like i know you're not talking about selling it you're talking about handing it off to maybe a friend or a family member but I think we're talking about the same thing is that now if it's downloadable, if it's on your hard drive, it is no longer transferable. Yes, yes. Now, is that loss of value, is that loss making it so that you would prefer to stick with physical or do you think that the gain is better than the loss? Um, I would say physically it would cuz it would be more um, cuz because I know most people are going for like digital nowadays. Because I mean, I was born in the '90s, so sure. I mean it's. So I mean it's. So I mean, me being the '90s collector guy that I am, mm -hmm. I mean, it's. Oh, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm a I'm a child of '89, so I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, cool, man. No, that's a really good point. I really appreciate you bringing that up. Well, thank you. Absolutely, and, uh, man. Anything else you wanted to drop on us about this discless Xbox before we uh, take some questions from chat? Um, not really. All right, but, man. Uh, thanks, Todd, Stick around. You got it, man. Stick around. We have more to talk about. So if you want to hang out here, you're definitely welcome to, okay? All right, thank you. You got thank it, man. You. All right, so that's awesome. Thank you so much to the both of those guys for chiming in. We have a couple questions in chat. So uh, Charlotte asked a little earlier, only downside I see with disk to digital is what happens if your internet connection goes out. So I think that's a pretty good question because there are quite a few games that are internet only, but I don't think that your connection to the cloud restricts your ability to access those games. So in theory, these games would be held locally. So the hard drive has the entire game. So your access to that game would be exactly the same as if you were to have a disc. The only time you wouldn't be able to play because of an internet connection issue is if you were playing an online an always online or an online only game. So even though I have the disc for Destiny, if my internet breaks, I still can't play because you have to be on Destiny servers in order to access that stuff. And if I were to have Destiny on my hard drive, that would be no different. So I'm actually not too worried about internet connection because I can still play local games. You know, if I were to play Skyrim, I can still hop online and play Skyrim or hop onto my Xbox and play Skyrim even if the internet connection is completely dead. So that's nice. And so... I think this generally comes down more, do I want to have my games in my possession or do I want to have access to them only on the hard drive? Oh, okay, so Charlotte was thinking more of them being stored in the cloud. I think that may exist at some point, and that conversation was had recently with the idea of game streaming. And when I say streaming, I don't mean like me streaming to you on Mixer, but I mean streaming the game from the cloud and playing it 
such that the cloud was doing the computing for you. And if that were the case, kind of like what Google is doing right now, if that were the case, then yes, you would be, you would be very hampered by a bad internet connection for sure. Uh, let's see. We had another good question here. Tigalina. Hello. Welcome. She asked, is this just a prototype idea or a definite product right now? Tigalina, this is a strong rumor. Uh, the rumor has come from a source that has in the past been reliable. We don't have a definitive answer from Microsoft, but it is a rumor from a good source. So we'll see. We're just, we're just ideating right now. We're pulling stuff out of the air. We're speculating and it's fun. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. There's also certain games like Elder Scrolls Online that require always online to play. Exactly. Just like we were talking about, it doesn't matter if you own the game via disc or via download. If you if you have to be online to play, having an online connection is 100% necessary. Neon Ice says, if the power goes out, only half of my house loses power and my internet still keeps going and I can just plug it into my living room because that has power no matter what. Dude, that's super cool. Are you on like a hospital line or something? That's really nice. I, I That's... Super cool. Anyway, so guys, thank you so much. That is uh, that is what we have about the rumor for the diskless physical to digital program for Xbox. Again, this is a, this is a working rumor. This is all speculation, and I love speculation. It's so exciting. So we'll see what happens with that uh, as that story develops. Uh, another piece of news. Moving on a little bit. High Res, High Res Studios of Smite and Paladins and Realm Royale fame has announced that those three games, Smite the third person uh what do you call them it is a uh what does it call it uh, the arena mmo moba thank you why did i why did i blank on that term the multiplayer online battle arena the third person multiplayer online battle arena focused on greek and egyptian and many other gods uh paladins and realm royale will all be rolling out cross play and cross-progression between PC, Mac, Switch, and Xbox starting at the end of January. So it's really exciting that Smite is coming to Switch mid-January, and then they're going to be getting cross-play and cross-progression very soon thereafter. I think they said they're shooting for January 27th. It's really cool. So I'm going to read this uh, this article. I'm going to read pieces of this article. Uh, it is from Game Informer by Serial Vasquez. If you don't check out uh, uh, Game Informer very often, I definitely recommend you do. These are these are really good, well-written articles. And then every now and then, you'll see an our take at the bottom, which is not only a report of the news, but then, you know, what does this really mean? So it's very exciting. So with the recent news that Smite is coming to Switch next year, developer-publisher Hi-Rez Studios is doubling down on letting players play their games anywhere by announcing cross-platform play and progression coming to Paladins, Realm Royale, and Smite. Realm Royale, which has yet to fully release, will have it from the outset. Meanwhile, Paladins and Smite will receive an update enabling the feature in, quote, mid to late January. When this happens, there will be a 24-hour downtime, but after that, voice chat, leaderboards, and gameplay will be supported on Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. We are technically ready to support crossplay on other platforms as opportunity arises, the company states on its FAQ for the feature, hinting that while Sony announced crossplay for some titles, Hi-Rez has not yet been able to implement it for the PS4 version of those games. The article goes on a little bit more, and if you guys want to read it, please feel free to shoot me a note. I can give you the link as well. But it's pretty cool, man. I'm very excited. Uh, Daft Venom says, I regret spending so much money on Smite. So it's a free-to-play game. You didn't have to spend any money at all. You can just download it and play, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, I've played a lot of Smite. I know a lot of my friends have played a lot of Smite. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Having that third-person perspective on the MOBA-style genre was a really good time. The problem for me when I'm telling people, like, whoa, go check out Smite right now because it's a lot of fun, is that there's a really strong barrier to entry for understanding. The game has... Uh, almost 100 gods. I think they're at 98 gods that you can choose from right now. And there are also a vast number of items that you can choose and a vast number of interactions between the stats and such. So it takes a long time to learn how to do everything within that game. And so it takes a long time to get to a point where you feel like you're having a good time and you really know what's going on. So that's a little bit tough. Paladins is a very Overwatch-style hero shooter, while Realm Royale kind of took the universe of Paladins and turned it into a battle royale. They actually started with Paladin's Champions and then decided to shift away from that, so now they just kind of have hero archetypes instead. But I'm excited to see that come to Xbox. I definitely want to give it a shot. I never hopped into it when it was on PC or when it was on PS4. Obviously, I didn't have a PS4 at that point. 
So I'll be I'll be interested to see when it comes to Xbox. Hopefully it'll bring new life into that game. I don't know if you heard, but Realm Royale kind of really fell off the table in player and viewership over the summer because they implemented some very unpopular changes. So hopefully they will learn from those and they will come back with this new awesome thing. Like crossplay is really good and cross progression is really good. And so now it doesn't matter what platform you play on as long as it's not PlayStation 4 and you will be able to you know save and continue your games as you go. So that's really great. So, Daft Venom says, uh, exactly, TIE Fighter. I played it around my uni course. Super fun. But looking back, Jesus. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff to uh, spend money on in that game. They have a lot of skins. They have announcer packs. They have avatars. They have lots of things. But I was definitely one to just earn the premium currency through playing uh, you know, the weekly you know, bounties. You know, all you have to do is, is log in and you get... Uh, what, what is it gold or gems it's gems if you log in every day for a week you end up getting like 50 gems and if you log in you know a bunch of weeks in a row you end up getting a bunch of gems and you can get skins and it's all free so or you can just buy gems with money and then you can spend those on skins and stuff as well so Tyrael says i didn't like it much but it is a good game all right i understand uh daff says i don't see any negatives really it's something that needs to be implemented more in this age so there was a discussion as a part of this article that i think was um pretty good says it may not be realistic but this is exactly how every modern multiplayer game should handle being on multiple consoles i own three copies of overwatch on separate platforms and have leveled a total of five destiny 2 characters across playstation and pc i can only dream of merging all that loot i've collected under one account i can play whenever i want as sony continues to chip away at its crossplay wall i can only hope multiplayer games adapt this level of platform cross compatibility as the standard instead of the exception so I think that puts it really well. Serial Vasquez did a really good job of putting it succinctly. This should be the standard. This should not be something that is news. We shouldn't be this excited about this. This should already exist. There, I mean, we know it's possible. Fortnite has shown us that it is possible. It should not be an issue for me to play Destiny on my Xbox and then move over to the PC and play there. That shouldn't be two exclusive accounts. We want it to be one cohesive Destiny-ness or Smite-ness or any we want we want one whole package and I think this is absolutely a, a step in the right direction. So kudos to High Res for getting Smite Paladins and Realm Royale on the cross progression and cross play train. Hopefully PlayStation 4 is able to get Fortnite out of beta sooner sooner rather than later, and we will see more cross play action as we move forward. Uh, Daff says, because uh, surely that already exists within Destiny, and it's literally a switch that needs to be turned on. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It could be. I mean, these people are, are rolling it out pretty quickly. I don't know if you remember, there was a time in Fortnite, I think it was sometime mid-last year, maybe maybe about a year ago, where where crossplay happened for like, I don't know, 30 minutes one afternoon. It literally got turned on and off, and that's what made everyone think it was a switch, because it literally was a switch that got turned on and got turned off. And so that was really funny that they say it's not a switch, but it got switched on and it got switched off. So I don't know. I don't know if that was a fluke or actually a button that got pressed, but it sure felt like it. So Nightmare says PlayStation players reported uh, seeing spaces in the name instead of underscores. Does that mean uh, that's what tipped them off? There you go. Because Xbox players can have spaces in their names. PlayStationers cannot. Only underscores. So pretty cool news. We still have a couple members here in the push-ups discord so i'm going to pull one of them back in at a time we'll see what they have to say once again guys if you definitely want to say something about this stick around if you feel like you don't have anything to say you can just disconnect for a moment uh, and then come back in when you feel like you're ready to to talk so i'm going to pull one of you in at a time and uh we'll, we'll see what what we got here so bolt striker my man tell me what you think about this crossplay. hello bolt striker you there Nope. All right. He's gone. We're switching back. We're going to go over to our man, Tachanka Brazil 2.0. Tachanka, tell me what you think about this crossplay, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, if you're in the Discord, that means that's the single. That's the signal that you're ready to go. Yeah, I know. I know that. Uh, to be honest, that's like, very good. Don't you think it's very bad? It's kind of being PS4 part. No, I mean, like, why? Why did uh, they need to be so close in terms of uh, cross-platform? You know what I mean? What do you mean so close? 
they don't want to do to do this. You mean, uh, do, are you talking about Sony and PlayStation? Yeah. Uh, so I think that I think that I think we're in a stage right now. We've cro kind of crossed that threshold where they do want to do it. They've realized that it's actually a good idea. Now they have to get their technical ducks in a row because they've, they've stated that they want to for Fortnite, It is quote unquote in beta, which means it is on the way They're They're committed now, but now we have to get all, you know, we have to get all that code in place. And I'm sure that while Fortnite may have been able to turn it on and off, it may not be so simple for everybody. So I'd like to think that at this point now it is an inevitability. So we'll see. And uh, in the future, of course, that's gonna be like a common thing. Like, let's see, Destiny. If it's gonna happen, Destiny's pretty exactly, cool. exactly. That's yeah. that's what that's I yeah, that's like, what I want, right? You want this to become the the rule, not the exception. You want this to be the standard. Yeah. Where if a if a game comes out and they announce that they do not have crossplay, everyone's gonna be like, wait, that's that's abnormal. You want it to be abnormal to not have crossplay. So there you go. Don't you think that's gonna be like uh, not normal? It's like Guild of War, for example. If you know what I mean, like it's ex exclusive. Which one? My uh, Guild of War. Oh yeah, I don't expect it to be on the exclusives. I'm actually okay if they don't have cross-platform yeah. on the exclusives. Yeah, That'd be because uh, then I can't even buy the game on other platforms. So you can't expect yeah. them to have multiplayer over there. But I definitely yeah. But the rest like. The rest like Warframe, Destiny. Right, you want all the third parties to be on board, yeah. Like, jeez. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Just let me play with my friends, right? Yeah. Or like people from uh, from PC or people from Switch. I don't have people from Switch, so that doesn't matter for Not me. Not yet, you don't. But uh, maybe soon. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, Smite moving over is a, is a symbol that we may see Warframe crossing over very soon. But I don't know how their servers look, yeah. so it may be more difficult than I know. <laughs> so, but we're going to talk about Warframe a little bit more in a little bit. I know. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you in a little while, okay? Okay. All right, cool, man. I'm gonna continue in the stream. So yeah. Okay. See ya. All right, awesome. So Charlotte said a little bit earlier, I think it would actually increase sales and players if they know they could play with their friends on other platforms. I 100% agree with you. This is 100% right. And I know that there are games that exist that people who have friends on either side of that fence would be really hesitant to buy into if they knew they wouldn't be able to play with their friends. And I think that's one of the things that made Fortnite so popular because it didn't matter. You could be on your Xbox and your friend could be on their PlayStation and your mom could be on the Switch and your dad could be on the PC and you guys could all play together like one big happy family. Now I know we're waiting on the PlayStation, but yes, it's awesome and it'll get there and I, I, I'm so excited. Once again, we're being hosted by Channel One. Hello everyone and welcome back. We're in it for another great episode of community time gaming thanks so much for joining us we're talking about how high res very recently enacted cross play and cross progression i should say i didn't enact it they announced cross play and cross progression for smite paladins and realm royale uh for pc mac switch and xbox so we're very very excited thank you so much for everyone who's coming in and saying hello it's good to see you my name is tie fighter oops there goes my firebot. sorry about that i'm just going to turn that off so it doesn't make a bunch of noise there we go Oh, it's pissed. There we go. All right, there we go. So, I'm very excited about it. For those that are just joining us, we had a big, long conversation about it. But overall, just like Charlotte says, this is a big win for everybody. This is a big win for gaming, kind of across the board. And hopefully, this is a direction that we'll see the 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 structure of gaming go. When it comes to third-party uh, 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 publishers and developers, Cross progression will be the standard and the norm and not the exception. And we can only cross our fingers that it happens sooner rather than later. Yes, welcome everyone who came in here. It's great to see you. Great to have you with us. Uh, and I look forward to, hopefully you have a good time tonight as a part of the Community Time Gaming Podcast. Daft Venom asked, do you think that the price of Xbox Live and PS Plus will go up with crossplay? Now that's a really good question. I'd like to think not because in theory, it is the third parties that are doing the work when it comes to the uh, cross progression, right? So hopefully Xbox is still doing the same thing that they were doing before, but now their service is just being used more effectively. 
I hope that those prices don't increase, but if they increase on one side, they'll probably end up increasing on the other side as well. I'd like to think there will be at least some level of parity between those two. Uh, hello, everyone who's just joining us. Silverion, uh, 7 of 7. Who else do we have here? We have the Mylanator. We have the Trucker Dude. We have Term Tomcat. Uh, let's see. Who else did I see? Jimmy, Sideburns. How you doing, my man? The Midgelissus. It's good to see you again. Welcome back. So we're moving on. Uh, this was a kind of a bummer for me when I found out about this little piece of news. So the Fallout 76 patch was released yesterday for their first quote-unquote update to the game. For those who missed it, Fallout 76 was a 52 gigabyte game when it released. It was a 52 gigabyte download, and I had to do it three times. I had to do it when I, when I did the first download for the beta. One day later, I had to do another download for a new build. I had to do a day one download to actually play the game after participating in the beta. And now, on their, their, after their, their, their patch on week one, or after week one, it was a 46 gigabyte download for console for their first patch. And all they added was 200 megabytes of stuff. You had to download 46 gigabytes to get a 200 megabyte update. Now, for those who, are, for those who have their pocket calculator out, You'll notice that I'm getting really close to 200 gigabytes worth of game that we've had to download for Fallout 76, and the game is one week old. Ugh. So, for those uh, who are beholden to a data cap, you and I are on the same level. I have been on a data cap for many years now, and it sucks. So, having to download 200 gigabytes worth of stuff for one game, that ruins my ability to game for that month. And so I was really sad that Fallout 76 had this huge, huge patch because uh, I, I basically had to say, I'm sorry, but I can't. I don't have the budget in my gigabytes to play Fallout 76 for the rest of the month. I just can't. Because it would mean, it would mean A, that I can't play any more games. It would mean B, that I, my wife can't watch any more Netflix and I can't listen to any more music in the house. Like, you know, all of, all of what we do is on the internet, right? So Netflix, Hulu, Amazon gaming streaming like that's all internet and if i spend it all downloading fallout 76 man that's a bummer so yeah guys unfortunately fallout 76 is gonna have to wait for a while and i think that's okay i think that the game is in a position right now where they really need to think about how much content they put in that game there's a lot of 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 game there's a lot of space but it feels like there's not a lot to do within that space so that makes me sad. I, so I think waiting a couple weeks and letting them kind of figure out what they want to do next, I think that's okay. So anyway, tell me what you guys think. I want to hear what your thoughts are on this. Do you think it's okay? Are you on a data cap as well? If you have specific thoughts on this, don't forget that we do have the Discord open. And uh, uh, welcome to people who are interested in, in talking about what they think about this as well. We've had a couple call-ins already today. And if you'd like to join the conversation as well, I would love to have you. Unfortunately, uh, Benito Camello, we are English only here, so I can't do it for uh, uh, what language that is. But here we go. Uh, Dynamics says, no, cat no data cap, go AT&T. We actually don't have AT&T here. We only have data cap ISPs, which is a bummer. Uh, let's see, let's see. Bolt Striker says he'll say something real quick. So let's pull Bolt Striker in here. Here we go. Uh, we have a couple people who say they don't have data caps, so that's really nice. I'm really glad that you guys aren't too worried about it, uh, and it's not affecting everyone. I'm glad that it's not negatively affecting everyone like I am, uh, but I feel for those people who uh, who are there with me. Uh, Edward also mentions that he has no cap, but it's really slow, and that's another big one. If you have to wait for 46 gigabytes to download on a slow on a slow ISP, yeah. that could be a long time. Is that what you wanted to talk about, Bolt Striker? Yeah, he sort of uh, he sort of took that right out of my, <laughs> my, my mouth, to be honest. No I mean, worries, heck, dude. I mean, heck, I can't say anything about that, but uh, so uh, okay. So what's your internet speed? Let's talk about the math here. Well, I don't mean, be shy. I'm running. Well, I mean, I'm running like an Xfinity modem, like uh, mostly it's like on my desk, right next to my TV. Sure. And, um, and I have, and most of, uh, I have like three TVs running almost like all the time. Three. My grandmother loves her game. Her all game right. Shows. So she loves her stories. But, yeah. But, um, but I mean, on the Fallout 76, uh, I like that it's 
it's actually featured in West Virginia because I live in the mountains of West Virginia. West Virginia. So do you recognize any of the areas around that they're that they're showing? Like, is any of that familiar? Yes. No way. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The uh, and I know that there's a lot of urban legends in West Virginia that I've um, that I've heard about for a long time. Like the Mothman. 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 Yep. Nice. That's yep. so cool. I'm actually from Point Pleasant. No way. That's super cool, man. Yep. So are you excited to dive in, but you're just you're just locked behind this slow download? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. But I but I have seen a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. And um, on uh, Mothman, and I'll admit one thing: it's actually really accurate to the one I saw like like three years ago. Really. That's awesome, man. All right, well, I uh, I really hope that you get to get to play sooner rather than later, and uh, I hope you can find all those urban legends that you're looking for, not just Mothman. Yeah, but um, I'm definitely planning on live streaming that uh, whenever I get a chance and actually get like a proper setup. Awesome, dude. Where can people find you? I'm actually I actually live stream on Mixer. Yeah, what's uh what's your address? Let's shout you out. Thanks for calling in. We're gonna we're gonna let you shout out to the group here. I mostly do Destiny nowadays. Okay. Because, you know, with Black Armory coming up. Of course. But, um, but I am Bolt Striker 94. Okay. And, there. um, I'm, I'm pretty, ac I'm almost pretty accurate to, um, to a Titan with the Strikers. Okay. So. There you go, guys. If you want to, uh, check out some Destiny content, check out Mixer.com slash Bolt Striker 94. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. All right. Hey, talk to you in a bit. You, you got you. it. Yep. All right, so we got a, another guest caller in here. Midge is going to join us. Hey there, Midge. How you doing? Uh, hi. Hey, good to have you on. Thanks so much for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the pro uh, to be honest, I live here in the Philippines. And okay. My speed here is when I use Wi-Fi, it's uh, 32 ms ping. Okay. And eight up, eight download, and less than eight upload. Oh, eight megabytes down. Oh baby. Yeah. And also less than one upload. Less than one upload, Midge. You are uh you're gonna have a tough time downloading forty six gigabytes worth of Fallout seventy six. <laughs> also I don't play that, but yeah. Oh okay, well that's good. Then you don't have to worry about it too too much, but I man, I definitely feel you. I used to have an internet that was that slow and it was it was basically to the point where if I wanted to play a game, I had to set it on download before I went to bed and then just go to sleep. And then hopefully it'll be ready to go when I wake up. Yeah, <laughs> and then also, yeah, I, I, I got, yeah, I also got problems on streaming myself because of the because of my upload speed. I use, I use a mo I use mobile data for a better upload. For better yeah, upload. unfortunately, just having that one megabit up is makes it pretty tough. So I wish you the best of luck. Hopefully they can get that upgraded sooner rather than later. Yeah, I know. All right. Awesome, Midge. Well, thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll see you around yeah. in the Discord soon. Yeah, see ya. All right. Later, later. So, there you go, guys. Apparently, the issue... Apparently, my issue is not the most common issue. Apparently, the issue is not that I'm sad that I'm hitting my data cap, because apparently, I'm the only one here that has a data cap. Everyone says, get on the capless stuff, Ty. Uh, apparently, the issue is speed. So, we have uh, Edward here in chat. He says that a game that big can take as long as five days where he's from. Oh, my goodness. I am, I am so sorry. That sucks, Edward. Uh, for those who don't know, Edward is a big time, long time friend of the stream. Uh, good to have you here, Edward. Uh, Daff says, "I feel, uh, I feel for Tej. Imagine Destiny Three was digital only. Oh, you guys must be talking about digital stuff again. There you go. So that's what we got for Fallout seventy six. Uh, so for now, for me, because of that data cap, Fallout seventy six is going to rest in peace until the 7th of December, because that's when my internet resets, is the 7th of every month. Silverian says, no ISP in Sweden offers the data cap plan as far as I know, not for home internet. You could try and find, uh, I could try and find some for Utah. <laughs> I'll just take some of that sweet Swedish internet. That sounds good, man. I'll take it. You just you just send it over here. We'll run a, we'll run a fiber cable the whole way and see how it goes. 
Uh, I'm just going to pause for one second. Everyone who's been in the chat here is for cable or sorry for channel one. Thank you so much. Everyone has been absolutely awesome. So it's great to see people here. Uh, great to have new people in chat. I have a ton of followers that just came in and I didn't announce darn near any of them. And I just wanted to say thank you all. I really appreciate all the new people coming in and being part of the stream. This is the community time gaming podcast that we're recording, not only for mixer here, but also for Spotify and for iTunes and stuff. And if you guys are interested in being a part of the conversation, you're welcome to join discord. Please feel free to type here in chat and we will take uh, uh, comments from chat. We will take comments from discord as well, because I want this to be a very interactive uh, uh, experience. So thank you so much, everyone. And I also appreciate all the sparks that are being dumped in. Thank you so much, guys. I'm only streaming once this week, so I don't think we're going to get super huge on the totals, but I do really appreciate you guys very, very much. Thank you for that. So moving on, we got a couple more here. We're doing fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement. This was a big one today. Warframe, the free to play ninjas play free uh, game on Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 4 is now officially on Nintendo Switch. Very exciting. For those who have a Nintendo Switch, you can now be a space ninja wherever you want to go. Man, I'm excited. This is really cool. Daft Venom says, it's on Switch? Well, damn. Let me download it. Yes, it is available now as of about mm, 1 o'clock this afternoon, my time. So approximately 5 hours and 38 minutes ago is when it became available. Whatever time that is for you, Daft. I haven't done the conversion for the UK yet. But... Thank you so much for the 100K Sparks, guys. You guys are the best. Thank you. I appreciate you very much. Yeah, Stargate says, I'm out of Mixer. Let's go play Nintendo. So for those who are curious, if you have an account on PC, I believe that there is a, uh, not an account migration, but like an account cloning. So it basically takes a picture of your PC account where it is, and it puts it onto the Switch. And then the two basically start acting like two different accounts from there. So you can use your current advancement within your pc account of warframe as a starting point for switch uh but from there they branch off now jimmy sideburns brings up is it the same for xbox uh unfortunately it is not i have confirmation from the developers that it is not the same for playstation nor is it the same for xbox it is only for pc uh, only pc people get a direct transfer of their account unfortunately xbox and pc as it stands currently cannot bring their account over so that's kind of a bummer uh, so tell me what you guys think. So uh, they really need to sync Warframe. I, yeah, so STE, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. What? How cool would it be if Warframe could make it the same as Hi-Rez just made it for Smite and Paladins and Realm Royale, right? Uh, it'd be pretty great if uh, Warframe could make it so that anyone could play with everyone. Uh, more on this, we're going to bring in my good friend Nightmare Stanza. Nightmare Stanza. Nightmare Stanza, you are online. How are you doing, my buddy? Tell me what you think about this new advancement. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling very positive about this advancement, but there are some caveats as far as the performance on the to-go thing, you know, like uh, on-the-go uh, control stuff. Oh, so you mean when, you, when you're taking your Switch with you as opposed to when it's in the docking mode? Yeah, I mean, it does a lot of uh, performance issues when it comes to, like, heavy uh, graphic fidelity, such as the Planes of Eidolon Cetus. Okay. So, so what kind of things are we talking about here? Are we talking about downgrades in just in resolution, or are we seeing major drops in frames as well? We're going to also see like major drops in frames to the point where it's like uh, upper 20s, mid-30s maybe. I mean, if we, can get, on, if we can get 30 frames per second while in walk-around mode, I feel like that's you know sufficient. Oh, it's more than sufficient, especially <laughs> when the uh, just-run-and-gun just mission modes are like amazing in fidelity of graphics and all that stuff and if it's in docked well 1080p is very nice and docked that's right man i'm so excited to be able to to bring it with me so i actually have my my switch with me as we're heading off on this long road trip tomorrow you know i'm going to be playing this game uh oh, when i'm yeah. in, when i'm in the when i'm in the passenger seat when my wife's driving so i'm very excited about that yeah, and 720p, when it's on the go, it's not bad at all. It's actually really good. So one thing that people don't take into account very often uh, is that when you're on a very small screen, the difference between 720 and 1080 actually becomes very minute, right? Because everything is so small on this much smaller screen, you really don't see the difference nearly as much as when it's you know spaced out over a larger monitor. So I'm not, not I'm not worried about that 720 on a small screen almost at all. Especially when you can take it on a go. I mean, that, That's that right, is man. a steal. It is Especially so cool. They're going to be able to like put in like ten gigabytes for this download game. Is that all it is? Uh, a bit over it. But I mean, it's, that's it's great. Really, really good on economy for the data. Exactly. And how the game does uh, come uh, 
make it easier on the system is it kind of lowers the graphics settings a little bit on the fly. So expect to look a little uh, muggy on the game from time to time if it starts to drag. Yeah, and I, I think that'll only improve as we move forward. Uh, I think they wanted to hit you know about this date, and they've gotten to a point where it's pretty good. And as with the regular game, uh, as they release content, they will also release performance patches as well. So I expect it to improve even from here. Oh, as well as gameplay patches. I exactly. mean, you know that they're going to be uh, releasing Fortuna on this system. Absolutely, too. absolutely. All right, man. Just well, maybe at a later date. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, so I'm going to let you go for now, but thanks so much, dude. Thank you. You got it. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. So thank you so much to Mr. Nightmare Stanza. Daft Venom asks, so the Switch version is the same, right, in regards to content and all that? It's not like Smite where you're a patch behind, etc. I believe right now they are a patch behind but I believe they are in the same position as other consoles. So right now, Xbox and PS4 do not have the Fortuna update. However, PC does. So technically, Xbox and PlayStation are also behind. I don't know if Switch is going to get on that exact same release schedule, but I would expect it to be really close. Uh, I don't even think Xbox and PS4 are on the exact same schedule because Xbox has that very unique and very specific certification process. So you know how sometimes when they're releasing a, a, a content drop, they say, well, we've sent this to cert. It'll come soon because they don't know exactly when Xbox is going to approve it. It's possible that Nintendo has their own certification process and it's possible that it is quicker and it is possible that it is uh, not quicker. So we'll see what happens. I assume it's going to be pretty close. But anyway, very exciting. Uh, once again, if you're on PC, you can clone your account over to, to Switch, but they will then uh, 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 branch off into two different accounts they will not be cross progression which is which is a bummer but for now i think it's cool that you can at least clone it over so that's nice finally today we have one more little piece of news i wanted to get to and this just came out this afternoon uh, rocket league is getting an xbox one x enhancement patch on december 3rd can i get some hands raised in the chat for wonderful people who play rocket league so this is a this is a you know obviously that soccer game played with cars, uh, and I actually have never played it before. This has not been on my on my radar almost at all. And I know a lot of people kind of get mad at that. Rocket League has been very popular for a very long time, and Rocket League is actually another really good example of a game that'll probably lead the charge for crossplay and pro cross progression. They've already started doing that between Xbox and PC. We expect Rocket League to cross over to PlayStation Four very very soon. So. It is really cool that they're getting the Xbox One X enhanced version because this is just going to be another thing that, that Xbox can say, hey guys, it, it looks really good over here. You should come play it. Uh, when people may be considering the Xbox versus the PlayStation, it doesn't sound like they have a PlayStation Pro enhancement. So that's just a little humbrag right there. Hopefully we see uh, some really meaningful improvements there. I know they said we're going to get some really great visual fidelity. Let me see if I can bring this up. I have a news story from the news.xbox.com. So what this is a this is a, a interview with Rudy. Let's see, what is his last name? Scott Rudy, the and uh, the Psionics graphics engineer Art Mata about enhancing Rocket League for the Xbox One X. So what specifically is your development team doing to enhance Rocket League for Xbox One X? Rudy says, starting with the next update, Rocket League on Xbox One X will display in native 4K at 60 frames per second. Super sampling on Xbox One X has enabled, uh, is enabled and playing with a uh, 1080 display. On supported 4K TVs, Rocket League will offer HDR with options to adjust paper white and contrast settings as well as a side-by-side -side visualizer. The Rocket, team is, the Rocket League team is very excited about this opportunity to show the game at its very best when the update goes live very exciting there's obviously more on the xbox news uh blog page so go check that out there but it's really cool i, I 4k 60 is pretty sweet man there's there's not a ton of computers that have the ability to play games in 4k and 60 so that's great i'm very excited to see more games kind of fall into that again i'm going to use this term but we want that kind of fidelity to become the rule not the exception so we will see what happens as uh, as that develops a little bit further so Anyway, guys, that's all I have for the news for today. Did anyone else hear about anything cool as uh, as other stuff came up today? I'm, I'm want to make sure I didn't miss anything. I want to make sure anyone did, you know, make sure no one had any other questions or stuff like that. Uh, uh, hopefully, we got it all covered. I'm very excited to see what happens next. There's obviously some, some really cool potential advancements that we see here, 
and I'm uh, I'm excited to see. So, Bolt Striker says Destiny Three. Obviously, that that rumor is out there. It could mean a thousand different things, but we know we know nothing yet except that it most likely exists because of the ten-year contract that exists between Bungie and Activision. I don't think there will be a Destiny Four just because of the schedule that they're under. Uh, Crash asks if, there, if there's any more news regarding Anthem. Crash, I'm not sure if you saw, but in our Discord, we posted a video that was a live stream from BioWare, and it was a discussion of their customization options. So they did about a 45-minute live stream that showed all the different ways that you can customize your Javelin. It looks really similar to the way that you can customize the color scheme of your Warframe. So if you're familiar with Warframe and all the color customizations that you can do there, it looks really similar to that, except you can use... Uh, much more specific RGB colors and you know very unique and very specific uh, hex codes and stuff like that. So you can be very specific with your color choices and palettes and such like that. Stargaze asks, do you think you'll play Darksiders 3? I'm seeking the ability to get my hands on a code, but I'm not going to buy it. But if I can get my hands on the code, I'll play it because I was a big fan of Darksiders 2. But the, the trailers for me have not been like blowing my socks off to the point where I need to go spend 60 bucks on this game. Uh, Bolt Striker asks about Mass Effect Remastered. I think it's possible. I think they know that there's a demand for it, but I'm not sure if, if that's on their like their priority list right now. Obviously, Anthem's on their priority list, and it's clear that those would probably be two separate teams, but I think it's all hands on deck for making sure that Anthem is as clean and as polished as it could possibly be because EA definitely doesn't want another Battlefront on their hands. They don't want another... They don't want another Fallout 76 with all the bugs on their hands, right? They want to they want to nail this because they know that sorry, ooh, burp. They they want people to know that EA is capable of doing good things. So, we'll see. Daft says that BioWare did hint about Mass Effect on N7 day. Well, I mean, of course, I mean, did they hint about it or were they just talking about Mass Effect because it was N7 day? They did talk about Andromeda coming to or getting a 4K patch, so it is now Xbox One X enhanced. But I don't remember seeing anything that was like, oh, Mass Effect Remastered, it's coming. Maybe one day. I, I, like I said, I don't think it's out of the question. We just don't know anything about when. So, okay. That's going to do it for us today. That is the third episode of Community Time Gaming. Thank you so much to everyone who was a part of it. I love it when people call in on Discord, and I just want to say thank you to everyone who did, everyone who participated in the call today, and everyone who was here for chat. It was obviously another huge day getting hosted by Channel One, so thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who came in as a part of that. I really appreciate Man, this is so much fun. I love doing this podcast. Let's do it some more. I'm really sad that I can't do it while I'm gone, uh, but we'll definitely be doing it soon after I get back. Uh, from my trip next week don't forget guys i leave on wednesday morning of this week and i don't get back until late late saturday night so i'll probably be doing a stream on sunday at some point but i will keep you updated via discord because you know i'm going to be there and i'm going to be talking to you guys like every day so don't worry about it there so that's gonna be the end of recording thank you so much this is community time gaming podcast thank you to everyone who's listening via podcast services around the globe i will talk to you soon this is tie fighter signing off see ya